You're listening to the WELF NPC News Radio Podcast with your hosts, Walter Mistletoe Livingstone and co-host Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. To all North Pole City Owls, those in Santa's Village in the lower 48 and all around the world, this is your weekly update for the week of February 20th, 2023. I'm your host, Walter Mistletoe Livingstone. And I'm your co-host, Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. Let's go to press. For the week of February 20th, 2023, your sponsor will be the Coco House, located at 447 Mistletoe Road, featuring short stack pancakes and hot cocoa to get your morning started. The Coco House welcomes all elves and is open 24 hours, 7 days a week. Every elf is welcome, but like Rocco the owner says, no moose allowed. Stop by the Coco House today. Have you heard from him? Yeah, I stopped by. He's he's doing okay. Is he doing better? Yeah, he's doing okay. okay. Update from Santa's Village. Santa has been discussing with the engineers within Santa's Village the possibility of bringing out the snow machines again this year. This year has not seen the snowfall accumulation needed to sustain Santa's Village and North Pole City's ecosystem, and he's thinking that it might be time to look at getting the snow generators up and operational. The engineer team and mechanics will be pulling out the machines out of storage this week and going over the engines to make sure everything is operational in case they will be needed. More information should be coming out soon. From the Department of Elfland Security, Edward Henkelmeyer will be sending a security escort out to Reindeer Mountains on the morning of February 24th to escort Rudolph into the city. A parade is expected to come down Mistletoe Road as Rudolph makes his way down to North Pole City Hotel. Frosty has already been notified and will be leading the parade. If you wish to come out and cheer on Rudolph, he is expected to enter the city at 9 a.m. on the morning of the 24th. Edward Hinkelmeyer has given the entire team at the division of WWWPR the week off this week to relax and recharge their minds a little bit. Arguments and tempers flared this last week when he visited the offices of the division for an update on the database project. He found that most of the programmers were strung out on Coco and have not slept very much over the past few weeks. He kindly asked them just to take some time and reboot. He even offered that they go out to his cabin at Polar Bear Lake to have some relaxation time and most of them agreed while some of them decided to go to their elf village and spend time with their family. They will be returning next week to get back on the project. In North Pole City weather, this week temperatures will be between minus 25 and minus 30 the entire week. No snow is expected this week either, but dense fog is expected on both Wednesday and Friday. Saturday is going to be cloudy with a slight 23 kilometer per hour wind. The marketing department at WELF NBC North Pole City Radio met this week to discuss reordering more cocoa mugs since our inventory has been completely depleted. Executives chimed in on a meeting to let the department know that the elves within the city really did not care for the smaller mugs and mentioned getting the taller mugs instead, uh, maybe even the stainless steel tumblers with lids. This will probably be the choice, so look for new merch coming sometime in the near future. 
Oh, those will be kind of fun. I really like that logo that we have for the peppermint post. I might even decide to get some of those. That'd be nice all around. Yeah, I you need really a, like I need a new cocoa post. mug. Yeah. Yeah, this one here is falling apart. Yeah, and since we gave all of them out to, yep. you know, the cocoa It's time to get new ones. Yeah. Change of the design. Before we go over this week in ALF history, let's take a quick music break. You might think the weather's kind of cold, but you know you've got a hand to hold. Come along out and play what a so hard to resist those red lips are longing for a kiss come along now and play what a wonderful day christmas is almost here let's toast to a very good year it's just you kind of date I'm all yours and I can hardly wait come along start the show having fun in the snow your white smile is brightening up my date your blonde hair out of a fairy tale come along start the show having fun in the snow For this week in Elf history, I'm going to turn it over to our investigative reporter, Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. Becky, please take it away. Thanks, Walter. This week in Elf history, we're going to be talking about John Glenn's successful mission into outer space. 
John Herschel Glenn Jr. is successfully launched into space aboard the Friendship 7 spacecraft from Cape Canaveral, Florida on the first orbital flight by an American astronaut. Glenn, a lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Marine Corps, was among the seven men chosen by the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, or NASA, in 1959 to become America's first astronauts. Glenn was preceded in space by two Americans, Alan Shepard and Virgil Gus Grissom, and two Soviets, Yuri Gagarin and German Titov. John Glenn lifted off from the launch pad at Cape Canaveral at 9.47 a.m. on February 20th of 1962. Some 100,000 spectators watched on the ground nearby and millions more saw it on television. After separating from its launching rocket, the Friendship 7 capsule entered into orbit around the Earth at a speed of 17,500 miles per hour. That's almost Santa speed. Anyways, Glenn radioed back, capsule is turning around. Oh, that view is tremendous. During Friendship 7's first orbit, Glenn noticed what he described as small glowing fireflies drifting by the capsule. It was some time later that NASA Mission Control determined that the sparks were crystallized water vapor released by the capsule's air conditioning system. Before the end of the first orbit, a more serious problem occurred with the Friendship 7's automatic control system as it began to malfunction, sending the capsule into erratic movements. At the end of the orbit, Glenn switched to manual control and regained command of the craft. Toward the end of Glenn's third and last orbit, Mission Control received a mechanical signal from the spacecraft indicating that the heat shield on the base of the capsule was possibly loose. Traveling at its immense speed, the capsule would be incinerated if the shield failed to absorb and dissipate the extremely high reentry temperatures. It was decided that the craft's retro rockets, usually jettisoned before reentry, would be left on in order to better secure the heat shield. Less than a minute later, Friendship 7 slammed into Earth's atmosphere and John Glenn returned a national hero and a symbol of the American ambition. And the flight is still regarded as one of the most important flights in American history. On February 23rd, President John F. Kennedy visited him at Cape Canaveral. Glenn later addressed Congress and was given a ticker tape parade in New York City. Out of reluctance to risk the life of an astronaut as popular as Glenn, NASA essentially grounded the clean marine, as he was known, in the years after his historic flight. Frustrated with this uncharacteristic lack of activity, Glenn turned to politics in 1964 and announced his candidacy for the U.S. Senate from his home state of Ohio and formally left NASA. Later that year, however, he withdrew his Senate bid after seriously injuring his inner ear in a fall. In 1974, he won the seat in the Senate and went on to win re-election three more times. In early 1998, NASA announced it had approved Glenn to serve as a payload specialist on Space Shuttle Discovery. On October 29th of 1998, nearly four decades after his famous orbital flight we talk about today, the 77-year-old Glenn became the oldest human ever to travel into space. During the nine-day mission, he served as part of a NASA study on health problems associated with aging.
1999, he retired from his U.S. Senate seat after four consecutive terms in office, which was a record for the state of Ohio. He later died on December 8th of 2016. But what a national treasure. Yeah, have you ever read the transcripts from my broadcast on that day? I know we don't have them recorded. Um, oh, you were tape. listening in too? No, here's what happened. Edward, Santa, and myself flew down to Canaveral. And really? we were hovering where people can't see us, but we actually saw the 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 uh, the rocket the go up. <gasps> wow, yeah. that's so exciting! There's a transcript in the archives if you go and pull it. Of uh, I, I reported back, but those recordings um, when we when we moved uh, stations, uh, we couldn't find the recordings, so I think they got damaged. Oh, but there's no. a there's a typed out transcript of it, so. Yeah, you I go might look, have to go look into that. You have to go look at it because it, it was pretty. Uh, I know Edward almost fell out <laughs> because the reindeer oh, got spooked when the engines lit, and it made the you know sleigh. It, yeah, it was pretty interesting. But yeah, that was a sight to see. Wow, yeah, you're so cool. lucky. So, thank you, Becky, for that report. It was an interesting time. All right, before we get back to the news, let's take another quick music break. For snow, kids and grown ups alike. I don't want to be riding my bike this time tomorrow. The weatherman says it's a go, but look in the sky, I don't know. Santa, can you please make it snow tomorrow? Cause for Christmas. Everything's 
City Commerce will be organizing a polar plunge to take place next Monday out of Polar Bear Lake as part of the Polar Bear Day. Anyone in the city wishing to take part in the event, please contact the North Pole City Commerce offices to sign up. The elf who can last the longest in the cold waters will receive bragging rights for the year and their photograph will be displayed within Santa's workshop. Are you going to do this? Um, Let's do it. Oh, oh come know. on. Let's do it. I'll be there to report on uh, you. Yeah, maybe I'll do it. I did it. I did it a few years ago. Okay. There was somebody that beat me out, but uh, yeah. Going back we'll do for it. more. That's All fine. right. All right, in North Pole City Sports, we have an update on the snowball games. After week three of the North Pole snowball games, taking the lead is Love at First Snowflake with 98 points, followed closely behind by Jolly Elf with 97 points, Noel's Cozy Corner with 96 points, and the Red Bow with 95 points. Wow, they are close. They are. The events this past week were the Snowball Shuffleboard, Snowball Stacking, and Snowman Bucket Toss. Watching Snowball Shuffleboard was quite a treat this week, where the Hinkelmeyer Cocoa Pub looked like it was going to hold a first-ever shutout game in the Snowball Games against Noel's Cozy Corner as they won the first 16 matches. But then Noel's Cozy Corner dusted themselves off and pulled out a win in each of the last four matchups. Alan Cupcake Hinkelmeyer, team captain, said, We were really hoping to be the first to get a shutout game, but alas, it was just not meant to be. We were disappointed, but at the same time, we were glad that the corners were able to get in a couple scores in the matchups. We like the win, but we like everyone to enjoy being part of the games more. That is so sweet. Yeah, that's what they're all about, snowball games. Absolutely. Get out and have fun. Yeah. In community events this week, we start with February 20th, National Cherry Pie Day. Mrs. Claus's Kitchen will be providing cherry pies all day long. Everyone is invited to stop by the workshop lunchroom and grab a slice. Then on the 21st, it's Pancake Day. The North Pole City Hotel will be serving pancakes all day with a pancake topping bar. Yum, yum. From traditional maple syrup to berries and chocolate, what will you put on your pancakes? The 23rd is National Chili Day and residents of North Pole City will be celebrating with a chili cook-off in City Center. Pull out your favorite recipe and head out to City Center to share your favorite chili or just stop by and do a taste test or two and vote for your favorite. The winner will get a weekend at a cabin out at Polar Bear Lake. February 24th is International Stand-Up to Bullying Day. Rudolph will be visiting North Pole City and telling his story and how he overcame his own bullying experience at the North Pole City Hotel at 6 p.m. 
Next week is International Polar Bear Day on Monday, and polar bear parties will be held out at Polar Bear Lake all day. And Santa's workshop will be closed for the day, too, to allow for all to participate. Please make plans to attend today. WELFNPC would like to wish a very happy 575th birthday to Haley Chili Winterbone. Haley has been in working in Mrs. Claus's kitchen now for almost 400 years. And guess what? She specializes in making that awesome chili that we all love and enjoy. We wish you many more happy years. I wonder if they're going to let her enter the contest. I was just going to ask that. What I bet you, you she's disqualified. Maybe she's a judge. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good idea. All right, this is Walter Mistletoe Livingstone. And Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. With the reminder, being kind is giving, even when it seems you have nothing to give. Have a good evening and be sure to tune in next week for another WELF MPC North Pole Radio News Update.